A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast. First thing I want to say today is hello Norway. Thanks for tuning in. I love seeing new countries popping up on the stats. So hello to Norway. Um, Quick update on my blue light blocking glasses. I'm definitely feeling an improvement in the time it takes me to fall asleep. Definitely falling asleep faster than I used to. And I'm also getting tired earlier in the night. So to that end, I've actually stopped putting them on around 6 or 7 p.m. And now I'm only putting them on, you know, somewhere between 7 or 8 p.m. I also made some good progress on my French in the last week or so. Thank you, Duolingo. Um, Not sponsored, by the way, but, you know, obviously happy to consider. Um, I went back to some modules I hadn't done in quite a while, and I freaking nailed them. Um, A few careless mistakes, but for the most part, I'm pretty stoked that I remembered as much as I did. So that was great. Um, Update on electric guitar. Absolutely no progress whatsoever, unfortunately. So anyway, can't do much about that. Just a little bit time poor. So also, um, I've got a feeling that I'm going to split this episode into two episodes. Um, Just based on my notes, I think this is going to run pretty long, and I just don't want it to drag on and on. So I think it's going to be better absorbed in in two separate episodes, if it does, you know, in fact, drag on the way I think it will. So teaching people how to treat you. How How do we do that? Right, so basically teaching people how to treat you is the process that involves introducing them to what is acceptable to you and what is unacceptable. It's essentially knowing what we need and what we want and being able to communicate that effectively to everyone around you. So when you're being treated poorly, how, you know, how do we not respond? What's the, what's the worst thing we can sort of do? Right, well, you know, we can, we can dish the same thing back. You know, we can attempt to pay them back some sort of revenge for the way they've treated you. Or we can do and say things that make them feel the pain similar to what you've experienced from, from their mistreatment. Or, you know, you could just be passive aggressive. You know, why, why would we want to go down that route? It sounds really negative. Mostly because we think that, you know, mirroring someone's behavior will teach them a lesson. And we believe that it's, you know, eventually or potentially going to reverse their behavior sometime in the future. And, you know, and it's going to end that ill treatment once and for all. The fact is it doesn't. It doesn't correct the problem and it's probably just going to make it worse. People generally don't respond well to retaliation or, you know, quote unquote, being taught a lesson. And they don't like being scolded for their behavior like children, you know. So that sort of, that sort of approach is more likely to be, you know, it, it'll form, you know, bitter and resentful thoughts and, you know, responses. 
they're probably going to think less of you and their behavior will be lost on them because now all they can focus is on your behavior and that's completely counterproductive it's unkind it's cruel and it really just is quite unsuccessful so there's got to be a better way right the better way to do it is to graciously teach them what you prefer or what you don't prefer so don't scold them don't berate them you know don't humiliate or criticize them simply teaching them a better way is the best approach yeah, and why does it work right well we teach people how to treat us by the way we respond to the way they treat us right so our response either reinforces their behavior and increases the likelihood of it happening again or our response is going to decrease the likelihood of it happening again so use this information to teach people that you like because very often you can find yourself in a position where the friendship or the relationship isn't equal you feel like they don't respect or treat you the same way or you know the, the same way that you respect them and you can do this whenever as in no matter where your relationship is or how long it's been going but it's also really good to apply this method of teaching to people when you first meet them or you know in the very early stages of a relationship you know because that's the prime time to teach people where your boundaries are and what you will and won't tolerate or what you you know you will or won't find acceptable we always want to apply this form of teaching in a calm and kind way without being too accommodating, but also without being too harsh or aggressive. It's all about setting boundaries and setting a standard so people know where that line in the sand is with you, right? So when you apply these techniques, people will usually act in one of two ways. They'll respond in a positive way or they won't. And if nothing changes, then you have the option to walk away because you're just not going to put up with that bullshit. Right, so when it comes to people, what gets reinforced tends to be repeated. And I know that sounds a bit shallow or a bit superficial, but that's just the way human beings are wired. And at the end of the day, it, it's, yeah, it makes sense. So why would anyone repeat a behavior that offers no benefits or no rewards? Why would anyone continue to do something that doesn't provide any positive results? The short answer is they probably won't. Unless, of course, they just haven't figured it out yet. Now, it should be pointed out that not everyone does figure it out, right? Everyone has heard, you know, that cliche, you know, the sign of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again while, you know, expecting different results. Now, it's important to understand that whilst you can teach people how to treat you in the moment, i.e., you know, when they're interacting with you, you can't make someone engage you more frequently you, you know, but you can show them what you will or won't accept, and that's, you know, that's completely acceptable. If they want to be in or part of your life, they need to understand what your boundaries are. And the beauty of setting boundaries is that whilst you sometimes might have to verbalize your limits, so to speak, most of the time people are going to notice your energy, how you respond. They will literally see how you carry yourself and they'll make the call themselves to walk away if your energy is too difficult for them to handle, right? So they're going to learn very quickly that you're not going to be a pushover and they will exit themselves from your life, which is fantastic. You know, if you're trying to eradicate toxic people from your world, that's great if they do it on their own. Or they're going to feel your vibe and they're going to be pumped that they have the opportunity to have you in their life, to have someone whose energy is positive and high. And that will hopefully resonate with them and they'll want to stay within that energy field that you're creating, right? So that's the two possibilities you can expect when you're teaching people how to treat you, right? So notwithstanding some exceptions, of course, 
Most people are going to learn from what they see. People tend to learn from what they observe, in other words. You know, people are especially keen to learn how others treat them and what it means for the future, right? You, um, there was, I can't think of his name now, damn it. Um, oh, he's a, he was a, uh, I think it was a German philosopher, Friedrich someone. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, he, a quote of his that, that's always resonated with me, he said, I'm not upset that you lied to me. I'm upset that from now on I can't believe you. That's that's a pretty, you know, that, that hits home. You know, if you were to say that to someone, that would hit home. But it's also, you know, steeped in, in truth. So basically, he understood the principle that how others treat us tends to impact how we treat them and how we relate to them. People who understand this and make that connection between actions and results, they see the connection between what gets reinforced and what gets repeated. They see the connection between what gets rewarded and what continues to occur. So if we want people to treat us a certain way, we need to be sure we reward them for the behavior that we want and not reward them for the behavior we want them to stop, right? And this process can take a while. It's not going to be quick. And, you know, the longer the pattern has been present, the longer it's going to take to undo it, right? So this is behavioral change. The more deeply the behavior is entrenched, the more difficult it will be to change. So you'll want to realize this and accept this as you begin the process of teaching people how to treat you. Now, if you want to avoid being disappointed, you need to work out or understand what the other person is capable of giving and manage your expectations around that, right? So don't have really low standards so people can just slot into your life. That's not what I'm talking about. What I mean is that if you have someone in your life that's toxic, it might be difficult or even impossible to let them go. And that could be a parent, a sibling, or other family member. It could be a work colleague. And of course, you can still avoid those people by you know, quitting your job or engaging less with your family. But today we're talking about teaching people. So obviously you can't do that unless you, you, know, you engage them on some level. Now, it's important to remember to maximize your expectations surrounding that particular person. And the longer you've known them, the more insight you'll have as to what you can expect from them in the future. If you have a toxic or narcissistic member in your family, for example, you can't change them. They won't change unless they recognize what and who they are, and that'll usually be a cold day in hell before a narc admits to anyone, especially themselves. You know, So you, you can't teach them the same way you can teach a non-toxic person, but you can teach them where your boundaries are, and that's significant. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. So we, we want to we teach people, you know, graciously, but effectively. So, you know, you, you've heard some suggested teaching methods and you can see why it's best not to treat people the way they treat you. Unless, you know, you want that treatment to continue or to get worse. But, you know, how do we, how do we actually achieve this? How do we effectively teach someone how to treat us? You know, more through example than through instruction and more through action than words. Now, another philosopher whose name I can remember, Albert Schweitzer, he said, example is not the main thing in influencing others. It's the only thing. And he, you know, he understood that basically talk is cheap. Nobody appreciates being lectured to. You know, Our actions speak much louder than our words. It's been said that values are more caught than taught. We are far more likely to emulate someone's good example than we are to adopt their ways through formal instruction. That's just the way we're wired. You'll be able to communicate much better if you can learn to recognize what the other person wants from your interaction. You know, do they want love? Do they want to be distracted from their own boring, unfulfilled life? Are they seeking some sort, you know, some form of validation? And that and that's going to be easier to work out the more you know someone. But if you're just starting a relationship, you don't have that same amount of background information to work with. So you know, if you're not getting the vibe that they really like you that's when you need to ask yourself that question, right? So based on their behavior, what do you think they want from this association with you? Because if you're just gonna be a stopgap in their life till someone, you know, in their eyes better comes along, you have to determine if that's enough for you. So look at how they engage you. Are they only contacting you when they want something or when they need help with something? Or, you know, do you only hear from them when they're bored because you're, you're the last person on their list of people? If they're not wanting to make you feel good because you're important to them, or they're not looking to form some sort of strong connection with you, it's more about them being distracted in the moment because they're bored. And you're, you know, you're now here so you can satiate them from their own boredom. So learning what their mindset is will help to alleviate feelings of disappointment because without this understanding, you can misinterpret where they're coming from. And that can just lead to you taking offense when it's really got nothing to do with you it, you know, it's more of a, a reflection of who they are. So basically, learn what you can expect from this person before teaching them how to treat you. So that way you decide how much effort you want to put into this relationship or this friendship or whatever the association might be. Having said all that, there are some people that this will just never work on and they're likely going to be narcissists, right? So now you can decide how much oxygen, if any, you're going to give them. You might decide to drop them like a bag of hammers, and if so, great. Right, so here, here are a few processes you can put in place to try and teach people how to treat you. You, you want to teach by your own example, right? This is, I mean, I've already sort of said this, but it, it, it's the foundation of effectively teaching someone. 
you know, we, we're most likely to have success when we model the behavior we want. You know, if your friend tends to be late, make sure you're on time. If your friend forgets, you know, they have some sort of commitment to you, be sure to remember your commitments to them. If your friend is gossiping about other people, don't express an interest in what they're saying and definitely don't repeat what they're telling you to other people, right? If your friend is self-aware, the contrast between you and them should eventually become apparent. And, and you know, that can open the door for really honest conversation. You know, they're going to be, you know, way more likely to explore the possibility of their own change if you haven't been berating them in the meantime. So it's important to remember that, you know, this is not manipulation on your part. You're not forcing them to change. You aren't demanding that they change and you're not tricking them into changing, right? There aren't any devious tactics to force them into doing what they prefer not to do. You're simply being a living, breathing example of a better way to engage others right? No hype, no pressure, no intimidation, just a better way. And that's a better way for both of you, right? So win-win. And, you know, and we're going to be teaching people through our own consistency, right? So another way to teach them is, is just being consistent yourself. If your friend is speaking, you know, harshly to you, you should speak kindly to them and do it consistently. If your friend is chronically late, make sure you always show up on time and be consistent. If your friend doesn't return your phone calls in, you know, in a prompt sort of way, you should always make sure that you return their calls promptly and again be consistent. You know, your example should carry weight, right? Your example should influence them in the right direction. And there's no guarantees it will, but it's far better than the alternatives. Right? So we want to reinforce, you know, we want to reinforce this sort of behavior. So what gets rewarded is what gets done, and it works both ways. Whether it's a desirable behavior or an undesirable behavior, the behavior that's reinforced is the behavior that's likely to continue. So be diligent in reinforcing the behavior you want, not the behavior you don't. You don't need to make a speech, just, with, just withhold the reward. Don't reinforce the behavior that you want to stop. You don't need to express anger, you don't need to be disappointed, but be careful that you don't say everything is okay just so you don't look petty. Yeah, and when they apologize for being late, you know, which is a great start, accept their apology and forgive them. You can acknowledge the inappropriate behavior without condemning it, but you know, let it be known that this is not your preferred behavior. You know, you, you don't have to make a federal case out of it, but make sure they're, they're aware. If, for example, you know, they're late, when they do finally arrive, you can look at your watch and maybe raise your eyebrows if you want to emphasize your point. I guess it depends on how late they are and also how frequently they're, they're late. You know, remember, if they do apologize, accept their apology. But perhaps instead of saying it's okay, say thanks for the apology. That reinforces that they have in fact apologized and it reinforces that you've acknowledged their apology but also noticed their lateness. There's a form of teaching that's called the Socratic method. And that comes from the Greek philosopher Socrates, who most of us have probably heard of. And the idea behind this is you know, to, to raise systematic doubt and questions that would inevitably lead to the discovery of the truth, right? So you can ask your friend if they've, if they've explored the reason why they're chronically late. Is there a consistent pattern that sabotages their efforts to be on time? Is there something that you can do to help them overcome it? That's a far less intimidating approach to take, 
right? And, and it seems directed more towards a solution than an opportunity to, to accuse or to complain, right? So establishing clear and reasonable boundaries is a great way to, to teach, right? So whenever we're mistreated, it's nearly always a case that our boundaries have been violated. The other person has trespassed on ground that isn't rightfully theirs to be on. And it can take many forms. And you know, it, it could be just that they're encroaching on your time, you know, taking time, you know, that you value without regard to what you've lost or without without you know whatever you're missing out on because they're taking up that time. They might share things with others that should be kept just between the two of you. They might treat you with disrespect and you know not with appropriate consideration. They might speak to you in a way that's demeaning. It's unkind. Maybe they're insulting. The list is endless. Right? Healthy relationships establish clear and appropriate boundaries. Boundaries that ensure mutual respect and accountability. Right? So boundaries enable relationships to flourish. Boundaries are not meant to restrict you. They're designed to set you free. Right? You'll want to establish clear and reasonable boundaries in your relationships. And they will benefit everyone. Right? So that's it for part one of this episode. I feel like if I don't split up the episode, it's going to run too long and there'll just be too much information to absorb in one hit. So I promise I'll have part two available next Monday or in seven days. Thanks again for listening. And as always, wherever possible, try to imitate my blood type and be positive. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.